Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. In the pole position in Indy. The pole's position. It's time for pole's position. So the number one pick, by the way, for the Bears is secured. The Chicago Bears are on the clock. What will Ryan Poles do with the number one pick? I got a lot of confidence in our ability to see talent on the field. The human being, we got to figure out. We're counting down the days to the NFL draft. How about the number one pick with the Bears? Caleb Williams. The one thing that is clear, he is not special. Caleb and his group do not want to go to Chicago. Well, I'm a friend of Caleb's. I feel like he's a, a young version of Patrick Mahomes. So I got a call from the Caleb Williams camp, and they went, whoa, 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 We don't want to be painted as anti-Chicago. We don't want to go to a city that doesn't care. We don't want to go to some Sunbelt place where you tarp off the upper deck. This is a franchise where quarterbacks go to die. Field. Not sure yet. Not sure. M- maybe not working out. Bruh, where are y'all seeing this? Like, what makes him not the quarterback for the Chicago Bears right now? Holds position with Parkins and Spiegel on 670 The Score. With the first pick, the Chicago Bears select The Parkins and Spiegel Show. Afternoons on The Score. Each and every day at this time, we will try to get inside the mind of Ryan Poles as he figures out how to use top 10 cap position in the NFL, two picks in the top 10, including, I don't know if you've heard, but the number one pick in the draft, trade assets going out, trade assets coming in. We play general manager at 3 p.m. each and every day on the score. We oftentimes try to... uh do it in a couple of ways where we're thinking about what they might do, what Ryan Poles might do or will do, and what we would do. So we kind of have both of those lenses through which we look at this stuff, and um, today will be no different. Yesterday we mapped out, for anybody who didn't hear it yesterday, what we think are the Bears' key needs and kind of uh, yep. ranked them in order of what their key positional needs and talked about whether they would do that with draft picks and or with free agent money. So that was yesterday. Today, we talk free agents, which basically is not external free agents that could be brought in, but decisions that Ryan Poles has to make with guys in-house because that will impact cap space Uh and, of course, prioritization of other positions to be filled via trades, drafts, and free agency. There are 19, 19 Bears slated to hit free agency. We could start at the bottom with uh, wide receiver Colin Johnson or wide receiver Joe Reed 
or perhaps cornerback uh, Josh Blackwell, if you'd like. But instead, we should probably start at the top, don't you think? For the Bears? Yeah. yeah. Jalen? Yeah. 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 But those guys are Bears, Bears the, free the, agents. They are. I Listen, Jalen Johnson deserves to get paid. He will get paid. Ryan Poles has already said he's not going anywhere. The only question about Jalen is whether or not he plays on the franchise tag. Mm-hmm. Or gets extended off of the franchise tag. Any conversation about him that isn't centered in that way, in my mind, doesn't really have much merit to it. He clearly outperformed the transition tag. They're not going to let someone else negotiate the contract for him where they can match. The franchise tag, he has no power over mm-hmm. it. He cannot sign it, but that's where this is going. They will they will put the franchise tag on Jalen Johnson. He will likely not sign it. That will buy Jalen's representatives and Ryan Poles time to negotiate off of that number. Mm -hmm. And the question is, will they do it? He says he wants to be and expects to be the highest paid player in the NFL. That means more than Jair Alexander, average annual value, and or more than Denzel Ward, total value of a contract. So... You know, that Denzel Ward was what? He was five years with seventy million guaranteed, I believe. Uh Denzel Ward, five years, a hundred point five mil. Not sure the total guarantee, but he's one of seven corners this past season making more than eighteen mil a year. Yeah, so seventy one point two guaranteed for Denzel Ward. So if if you figure if, if he's gonna break it, you're talking more, I mean, seventy-two plus million dollars guaranteed, mm-hmm. right, on a five-year deal. And last last year when we talked to Jalen about the contract, one of the times we talked to him, he said, "Well, you know, it's about a conversation. If I if they throw out thirteen and I throw out twenty-three, you remember that conversation yep, that we course. had with Jalen? Yes. And that's no coincidence that he threw out threw out those numbers. The franchise tag for cornerback at the time was eighteen point one four million. So that's why." We did some of the research at 18 to find those seven guys above. I don't think Jalen's going anywhere. They've said as much, and they have the control in terms of the franchise tag. And frankly, signing Montez Sweat to that deal removes the other potential franchise tag person. Yeah, he's not going anywhere. It's just a question of whether or not they are going to sign him to the long-term deal. Number two on the Bears free agent list uh, by most accounts is your guy. You were once loony for. Yeah. Darnell Mooney. Season-ending injury against the Jets last year. And and then this year, it was a rough go. Because he might have gotten an extension last offseason if he hadn't had that season-ending injury. They were talking about it. They were discussing it. So Mooney has not been great, obviously. And uh, Ty- I'm loony for Mooney. Yeah, yep, Ty- there was that. Tyler Scott stepped up a little. Their appreciation for Tyler Scott seemed to step up a little. I, this one, I think, is actually going to end up being, and this, you know, no inside information on this, but just connecting some dots. I think this is going to be thank you. We're, we're, we're going to part ways. Kind of like the David Montgomery situation. Ryan Poles will speak very highly of Darnell. He'll say he'd like to have him back. He'll say all of the right things. He won't do anything to submarine his value or hurt him in negotiations with other teams. Mm. But ultimately, he's going to sign with another team. And Ryan Poles will say again when asked, we we wish him well. Super close with Justin. I don't think Justin's going to be here. 
They drafted Tyler Scott. They have DJ Moore. We're expecting them to add another veteran or top 10 pick at it. And for Darnell Mooney, he did not play well last year. So if you're him and you're probably not going to get the break the bank, set up your family for generations contract that you were hoping for, if you're going to have to sign a one-year deal, I don't think you want to go to a place with a rookie quarterback. No, I think you want to go somewhere where you can put up some good numbers, be part of a winning machine. Go to Kansas go City. Go to Kansas City. Go to Buffalo. Sure. You go, okay, look at the quarterbacks that have the throw for 4,500 yards every year and go be the number three for one of them mm-hmm. and try to then outplay the number two. You know, can can he outplay Gabe Davis in Buffalo? Right? Can, can, like, can he be that guy? Uh, and learn from Stephon Diggs. And also from the Bears' perspective, I mean, obviously there are the injuries and there's the underproduction, but it's also stylistically. I think when you are looking at what your ideal number two wide receiver is, which is the peak of what maybe Darnell Mooney's potential could be, I think you want a different type. You you might want a, a taller you know, a taller, true classic number one who can define some coverage on the goal line. Or you might want somebody with electric speed and quickness as a route runner. I think you want to aim higher and stylistically different than Darnell Mooney. So, yeah, I think he's going to be gone. Yeah, and, you know, I I think the stylistically different thing is interesting, and we're going to definitely have to do that for when we talk about, you know, neighbors and Adunze and receivers at the top of the draft with premium investments. But I do think that redundancy is okay. You know, like not all five wide receivers are going to all be different prototypes. You're not going to have like a DK Metcalf and a Cooper Cup and a, you know, all the But is Tyler Scott as a profile all that different from Darnell Mooney's profile? Uh, I mean, I feel like Mooney showed a little bit more but he's obviously further along in his career Scott's right? a little bigger and stronger and, and it, I feel like more of a deep ball guy and Mooney showed a little bit more of an ability to run crisp routes and short yardage area quickness get open that sort of thing mm-hmm. but they're obviously hoping that Tyler Scott's route tree will develop and, yeah. and, and mature but I, I just think it's the type of thing where uh, they're going to um, move on amicably from from both sides i think that's probably true justin jones as a three tech i'd expect him back i man i had dreams of chris jones but he told uh kansas city fans what's happening yeah yeah yeah, yeah. chris jones he, negotiated uh, against uh, himself today. this year was different baby the journey the flight the individuals it was different baby and you know not a doubt in my mind that we was gonna bring it back to the city I got on this stage last year, and I was like, run it back, run it back, run it back. But you know what? It's a 3 pay. I need three of those things, baby. We ain't done yet. We ain't done yet. Kansas City, we will be back here next year. And for those who won't Chris Jones go? I didn't realize it was at the end of the long dissertation that he built up to it. I just thought, I read it and heard you guys talk about it. I thought he just kind of threw it in. Oh, no, that was the punchline. He he broke that news 
That was a very well-delivered take in terms of drunkenness <laughs> at a podium. Yeah, it it was. Wow. He, uh, I think his agent tweeted out to stop serving uh, booze <laughs> a, a, after that. So, you know, it was a... Uh, it's, it's a pretty remarkable thing that Justin Jones was pretty good, um, and he seemed to be... Uh, a guy from several different quotes from Javon Dexter and others, him and Andrew Billings, seem to both embrace the kind of elder statesman role for the kids, for Javon Dexter and Zach Pickens. Yeah. And I, I think they're going into a year where they're not going to have to prioritize three technique for a defense that is Matt Eberflus's, um, you know, favorite position. It's I, I think they're going to be able to get away without it if they're not going to aim at the top for Chris Jones. Yeah, I would expect him to... Be a guy that they're interested in bringing back, though, right? Justin Jones, yes. right, right. I, I think they, I think they're going to go with the mix that they have in the middle of that in that D line. There, there will be there will be a new piece. I, I don't know if I would do it, but I, this is one like I I don't know if it, like they're going to I think commit to this mix of of D linemen, and I would like to add another one. They I I think they will add another one. It's just a question of do they try to do what they did last year? You know, will they will they add one as a third or a fourth round pick? And just, you know, keep throwing young athletic bodies into the mix. But, I mean, I suppose they could do it at, with the ninth pick in the draft. That's possible. But I think that Dexter was good enough that it would surprise me. Me too. If they, if they used that premium mm-hmm. of an asset up there. Who's next on your list? Running back, Deontay Foreman. Thanks so much. Um, that, that one ended sad. Deontay Foreman was a – was – was inactive for a couple of weeks there and was vocal about some unhappiness and is and, and talked about, you know, the difficulty of being in the NFL and how hard he pushed to come back and was very emotional. That ended kind of sad, but I did think that one ended uh, with Deontay Foreman. Don't you agree? Yeah, I think for sure I would be very, very, very surprised if he was back. Center Lucas Patrick. Were you kind of shaking your head at God for a second, though? Yeah, yeah, Deontay Foreman. That is our. Uh, it's going to be our lasting it's memory. Good. Certainly on this show. Yeah. Cer- cer- certainly on this show. Uh, t- you know, Tanny saying yesterday about upgrading and spending at running back, um, and if we should put it on the list is. I think Chris Emma wrote about that today. He saw. I Saquon Barkley was among the the people mentioned in the top tier elite running backs that are available for you. Well, I mean, he would he would obviously fit. He'd fit any team. It, people should check that out on, on the. Was it on the Scores website? Or is it for I believe so? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah hmm. People should check it out there. It's it's always an interesting market because those guys get much less than than you expect, much less than they used to. It's, it's almost never a good market, you know. And you, the only guys that really get paid at running back anymore seem to be the guys that also can catch fifty plus balls, which Saquon would certainly mm-hmm. fall into that category. But it's you know. Now it's the Alvin Kamara, Christian McCaffrey, Jameer Gibbs types, whereas the Josh Jacobs, Derrick Henry types. It's crazy that Derrick Henry, second leading rusher in the NFL. I, I know. He remains Derrick Henry. A little bit diminished, but just a little. And he said goodbye at the, at the end of his last game for Tennessee. Flat out said goodbye. You mentioned those three. Um, Tony Pollard, Austin Eckler. Uh, which is a, uh, an interesting one, obviously, because an incredibly high level of production. DeAndre Swift uh, from Philadelphia, J.K. Dobbins, Devin Singletary, who really came on as the number one back for C.J. Stroud for a while there. 
So some some interesting pieces. I think that's that's probably what they'll do is grab somebody off that free agent list as a third. I see, I, I don't know. It's tough. Running rookie running backs can produce, man. Like I haven't done the deep dive on you know, this is just about how they're going to handle their own free agents. Yeah. But r- rookie running backs produce, and you can get them late, and you just – they've – Ryan Poles has seemingly shown a desire to just throw bodies at the problem instead of resources mm-hmm. at the problem. So, you know, Roshan Johnson will have a bigger role on this team next year, which makes sense. But So if you have – Khalil Herbert is one more cheap year of control. Yeah, so if it's Khalil Herbert, Roshan Johnson, and a fourth-round pick, that sounds like a Ryan Poles running back room to me. Right? I mean, Khalil yeah. Herbert. I'm not advocating paying a guy top dollar. I know I, you're I'm, not. I'm generally in agreement with you about paying running backs, unless you're the elite of the elite, right? But I think that's very much in line with what, how Poles will do it. And I like what I saw from the governor. From Roshan, you know, yeah. so I would like I would like to have seen more. Actually, you know, like see him out there more. So, and, and it seems also like it's a luxury to use a premium asset on him on, on a running back. Like that's why the Falcons' selection of Bijan Robinson was so surprising last year. But the Lions one, while I was surprised by it at the time, mm-hmm. it was it was a luxury ad for them. They're like, this is the piece that can make our offense from good to great. And so they used a first-round pick. They also used the free agent money on Montgomery. Right. Super unconventional way to approach the running back position. And they were go for a Super Bowl right then and there. That right. was their idea. And so that's the thing. Like The Bears are not... I hear you. They, even though they won seven games and they're going to be playoff expectations on them next year, they won't they will they will not obviously use the ninth overall pick on a running back this year. It's not it's not that kind of class. It's interesting what kind of profile they'll have to figure out for that running back because Deontay Foreman a bruising back and they would use him uh, as such during the course of the year. Herbert a bit more of a game breaker. Johnson pass protection and pass catcher a little bit of everything. Yeah, I mean yes, absolutely. But I mean it would be. Saquon would be break into programming. Oh my God, this is a this is a win now move. This is very exciting because he is a his yards per carry was not good, but he was on such a terrible offense with such terrible quarterback play that I mean he he his his best is still among the game's best, and he can he can get two hundred and fifty carries yeah. and fifty catches. You know what I mean? He's he's a three hundred plus touch running back for sure. He's excellent. I'd be very excited. So, um, Lucas Patrick, center. Yeah, no, no chance. We're, we're done with no, that? No chance. That was a getsy co, uh, cohesiveness, uh, a getsy yeah, continuity yeah. cushion. He couldn't stay healthy. healthy. Getsy is gone, yeah. and he had snapping issues. Um, no, no chance. Robert Tunyon, the tight end that they took a flyer on. I was a little irrationally excited about that because he had a lot of bears local and because uh because there was some production with Rodgers but I think you got to aim higher for your second receiving tight end. I think that is very true. I think that he's a fine player who was honestly even a little bit better than I expected. I had pretty low expectations for him. I was like, how is he going to be better without Aaron Rodgers when he only had one good pass catching season with Aaron Rodgers? He was a little better. Uh and a huge drop that hurt Fields massively. Yes. Tanya. Yeah, that was that that was, was that the Cleveland game. Cleveland game early? Yes, 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 yes. The Cleveland game. For, Absolutely for, for brutal. Um, defensive end Yannick Ngakwe, very late signing, no a chance. one-year pass rush deal, and he did not perform and then got hurt. Yeah, no no, no chance. Rasheem Green at defensive end. 
and because it's interesting because Demarcus Walker will be here, and so he will be here along with Montez Sweat. They have need at defensive end, but Rasheem Green is is more of a run stopping defensive end. If they liked him as a person, I guess it's conceivable. Mm-hmm. If they liked what he brought to that component, but he is uh, he he is not a starting defensive end. That's for sure. He's a rotational run stuffing defensive end. Yeah, that. I honestly think that that's the type of thing that that's not a March 13th signing. You know, that is a let's see what happens in free agency and then the second wave of free agency and how we have our draft board slotted and maybe it's a one-year deal at the end. All right, a couple more here just at the bottom of the list. Okay. Um, Equinemius St. Brown, if they like him as a as a camp guy, as a locker room guy, and as a fifth wide receiver, as a blocker. Yeah, he's a good blocking wide receiver. I mean, he's a pro who will play in the NFL next year. So on a one-year deal, given that Shane Waldron runs a similar-ish system, I, I could see him having a role, sure. He played more than one-third of offensive snaps when he was healthy. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, they could. They need to upgrade at uh, receiver opposite other than DJ Moore. Um, big priority. Mercedes Lewis finishing up his no. 18th. No. I don't think so. He was a beast in the run game. Come I, on, the I, big dog. I, I, I know. He caught I know. a touchdown pass. I, I, I'm i surprised. He's awesome. I'm, I'm very surprised. If he wants to come back and play, how do you, you don't say no to Mercedes Lewis. <laughs> I don't. I, I No. As it, a number three tight end, making very little, blocking his ass off. On the edge, protecting Braxton Jones with that left tackle when he's on that side. He and Darnell uh, Wright were were epically strong in the run game. I bet he's back. I'm banking on him. I'm betting against that. I knew he would want him back. Of course, like, it's not my money. I would love to have him back. But I think maybe going to uh, Vegas with Getze, I think. I think that's a likely landing spot. I remember he was very vocal about critics of Luke Getze at the end of the year. So I think maybe he'll find himself a nice little, what a better place to retire than Vegas, (laughs) right? Yeah. (laughs) And who knows? He could play five more years. What better place to ease your way out of the league than Vegas? Didn't seem like a Vegas guy, Mercedes Lewis. (laughs) Gotta say. Love that. All those uh, people in Vegas right about, will Justin Fields be coming along with Luke Getze? No. But maybe Mercedes Lewis will be. Trent Taylor is a punt returner. Aim higher. Uh, uh Trent Taylor was fine. <sighs> he didn't drop the ball once. One. Oh yeah, yeah. Against yeah, Cleveland. One. Yeah, one against Cleveland. Yeah, yeah one, that, everything happened in that Cleveland. Yeah, game. everything. A bad muff there. And also, I never thought he was going to break anything of consequence. No, 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 no. He his whole thing was supposed to just be that he would catch yeah. the ball and get. If there was eight yards to get, he would get you eight yards. I grew up. You know, we all grew I, up yeah, on Devin course, Hester. Man. Of course, that, that, that nobody has that anymore. Nobody has that. I think there's a chance that Trent Taylor is is brought back. Ooh. I think I think there's a chance at that Ooh. one. Okay. Yeah. And Patrick Scales. I'll ask Manley what he thinks okay. about Patrick yeah, Scales. Yeah, you could, you could ask Patrick yeah. Scales. We'll do it off the air. Okay. Uh, we have some pretty spectacular Super Bowl crack slippers uh, to get to as we come. We still have the Kevin Warren report. We do have an update uh, from Kansas City Police. Ten shot at the parade, uh, three critical condition, one dead Ooh. so far. So there is a confirmed death now, according to KCPD, at the parade uh, celebrating the Chiefs' second Super Bowl in the last two years, third in this era. So uh, Kansas City has gotten used to parades, but this one ends in awful, awful tragedy with at least one confirmed death and uh, multiple children confirmed uh, in 
some form of condition at uh, Children's Mercy Hospital in Kansas City. My God. Yeah, terrible. And uh, there's some reports that I'm seeing from reporters I know that, that are saying that the numbers are going to go up. It's just a question of the conditions of the people that have been shot. The so. timing of it at the very end of the parade kind of lends itself to people being overserved and it getting a little chaotic. I don't know. I mean, As who, opposed who, who to knows? something early, like a targeted thing, like, hey, let's go where the big crowd is, you know? Just, just think, thinking out loud about the timing of it. Yeah, that sure. I, I, who knows? I, I have no idea. But that, that, that makes enough sense. But I mean, they'll. There are some people that are in custody, but whether or not they were shooters or not is is not yet confirmed by KCPD. Got two arrested. If you'd like to come out and hang with us a week from today, it is our QB1 town hall at the Blue Cross Blue Shield performance stage. 312-540-0670. Are you passionate about who the Bears' next quarterback should be? We're going to give you microphones. We're going to hang out in person. You're going to have a chance to have your voice heard with us. 312 540 Seven zero. Go give us a call. Have Shane talk to Shane. Tell us why you should be there. We're giving away tickets all day. It's Parkinson Spiegel on the score. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only three ninety-nine per month. Deep left field. It's gonna go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.